Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. For the next hour, we'll get you caught up on Eagles football. The Boston College Football Show is presented by Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. And also sponsored by McGovern Auto Group, the official auto group of Boston College Athletics. Red Dome Realty, commercial sales, leasing and property management. Principal J.P. Plunkett, BC 93. It's time to talk BC football with head coach Jeff Halfley. Now, here's John Meter Perel. Hey, good evening, everybody. Great to have you with us on a Wednesday night. It means one thing and one thing only, the BC Football Show. Always terrific to have Jeff Halfley alongside as we continue our Zoom presentation. Coach is at his palatial estate, and I'm sitting in my nice, cozy living room. Good to see you, Coach. And, uh, you know, congratulations on an unbelievable effort. I know you probably don't want to be congratulated because you lost the game, but still, from a BC fan perspective, from a broadcaster's perspective, we haven't seen that much that often in Death Valley, that type of effort. So you deserve congratulations. Well, good to see you too, John, and, and I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I think our team deserves the congratulations. And, you know, it just to me, that game kind of summed up who our team is. Um, no one gave us a chance to win the game. Uh, probably no one really thought we'd keep it close. And, for our kids to go out the way they did and start the way they did and not flinch, uh, not back down, and, and really fight to the end. Because if you even look hard at the game, I mean, there was a chance that that thing could have gotten away in the third and fourth quarter when they started really, you know, stepping on the gas a little bit. And we buckled down, and the defense got a big, big stop at the end of the game. They got another one. Uh, no one stops them on third and one. and It makes them punt on fourth and one. Um, so many moments in the game where you can just look at and, be so proud of the kids, and, and it shows you, it shows you where we're going. And as hard as it is for me to sit here still, because I cannot stomach that loss, and I probably will have more nightmares than I did about the playoff game. Um, but when I really think about it, it, it makes me proud of the kids, uh, the staff, and it shows you where we're going, and it should show everybody else where we're going, and it shows us that we're doing things the right way. Uh, win or lose, that is the most important thing to me and the staff. We are doing it the right way. And our kids were confident. John, I'll be honest with you. When I left that locker room, those kids believed they were going to win the game. And, um, you know, they left it all out there, and I'm proud of them. Well, they showed it, especially in the first half. To me, it was the best first half of football I've seen from BC in a long time, maybe back to the Matt Ryan era. You build a 28-13 lead, simply dominant. Second half, as you said, got off, got off kilter a little bit. What did the tape show what happened in the second half? So in the second half, obviously, they got the football. And, you know, we had a really good first and second down. And, and then they hit a pass on third down. And, 
you know, we were right there and we just couldn't get off the field. The story of the second half was we couldn't get off on third down. Credit to them. Uh, DJ made some big time throws and, and their receivers, when you watch the tape, I mean, they're not even turned around and their head's snapping and they're catching it. And, you know, they're good players and, and they made plays. Uh, they came out and they didn't flinch and they made some plays and, and we couldn't get first downs on offense. So there was a period of about a quarter where we couldn't move the ball and then we couldn't get off the field. And, and, and against a team like that, they're going to score some quick points and they did. Uh, now in the fourth quarter, what, what you got to look at is we came back roaring. Uh, we started finally getting stops. We had about a seven, eight minute drive where we crossed the 50. We converted on the big fourth and three with Dennis had and, you know, then we ran the ball and lost some yards, and, and then we had a guy open, we missed him, and, uh, and we had to go back on defense, and we stopped him again. And we stopped him on third and one, which no one stops those guys on third and one. You know, yeah. an interesting story, I'm sitting there in our short yardage uh, meeting on defense, you know, before the game, I think it was on a Wednesday, and we turned on the third and ones, and they're 100% wins. So, uh, you know, I joked to the staff, I said, you know what the strategy is on third and one? Don't give up the touchdown. Because uh, you know, no one had stopped him, but we did. Yep. We stopped him on third and one. We got the ball down, uh, you know, inside the five. They had a nice rugby punt, and we just uh, we got the safety. Still had a chance because, truthfully, if we had gotten the onside kick, we would have gotten about 40 yards off the penalty, um, but, but we couldn't get it done. So, you know, complimentary football in the first half. In the second half, it was, it was the same. Offense, defense, and special teams, we couldn't get it done. Um, so we got to get better in those regards, but, but they never stop fighting, and uh, the film shows that. If there's, there's a summary for this season, I think. There's a few plays that are isolated already through seven games, but one of them is Dennis Grossell coming in off the bench, cold, very difficult situation for any quarterback. One play, needs to make it, and he does with a pass over the middle for the first down completion to Hunter Long. What did you think about when you saw that play happen? Well, I, I told the team, uh, and I think I mentioned it in my press conference after the game, I mean, it wasn't a rehearsed statement. It just, it's the truth. You take a guy who was the starting quarterback here last year, he gets beat out uh, by Phil, obviously. You know, Phil's had a, a good year, and um, yet the kid never stopped leading. I mean, he's on our leadership council. He never one time came into my office and questioned his playing time, asked me why he got beat out, not once. Never once pouted, never once pointed a finger, never once in the locker room said, you know, grab this guy. Hey, I he's not that guy. And, you know, for him to prepare and be ready and go in the game on fourth and three on the biggest stage in college football and convert that, says everything you need to about him and everything about what this program is all about. Um, and a funny story, you know, I'll share with you guys. So, you know, Phil goes down and Phil just got the wind knocked out of him. So I ran over and I knew that. So I thought, you know, for some reason, I thought I could call a timeout and get him back in the game, you know? Right. The ref looked at me and goes, no, you can't call a timeout and get him back in the game. I was like, all right, maybe that's an NFL rule or something that I was thinking about. So then we're on the head, head, headsets, and, um, you know, the conversation was, you know, do we punt it at that point, or do we put Dennis in the situation where he's going to have to step up and make a big throw? Is that fair to do to Dennis? And I immediately said, we're going, throw the ball. I have confidence in Dennis. And again, it wasn't rehearsed. It wasn't, but it's just the belief in the team, the belief in Dennis. And I clicked over to the defense. I said, guys, we're going. And they all said to me, let's go. And I clicked over to the offense and Coach Sunay said, let's do it. And the cool part is he stood in there and they pressured. And he waited and he waited and he got hit right in the face and he got a bloody lip and he threw it for a first down. And, you know, he kept the drive alive. So it says all about him. 
and it says about this team right now, in my opinion. Well, that was an unbelievable punctuation point for BC Football 2020. I'm sure that, that you'll rally around that. Perhaps you've been doing it this week. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I think building on that too, Coach, I don't know if you saw it on social media from Will Blackman, one of the great BC players in the past, former NFL star as well. He said that the quote was, BC doesn't play it safe. They play to win every week. That's real character. No more victories here, but there's a lot to be excited about. So I think based on that fourth and three, you weren't playing it safe. You didn't play it safe at all, including with the John Tessitor drawing them off sides after the field goal, the fake field goal. Was that a mindset for you all week? Yeah, I mean, one, I appreciate Will, and he's texted me a couple times after the games and sent me some encouraging messages, just like a lot of the alumni. And I mean, I can't tell you how grateful I am for that. John, that's how I'm gonna, we're gonna coach every game. And I don't care if we're playing Clemson or whoever shows up, we're gonna play to win the game. And that's what I, truthfully, that's what I said in the headset. I said, I did not come here to lose this game. We are going to try to win the game. Um, I didn't care about keeping the score close. We were going to win the football game, period. Um, and that's the mentality we're going to have, and that's how we're going to play football. I called you a riverboat gambler after the test into our call. I had visions of uh, you know Ron Rivera, and the NFL is known as Riverboat Ron. But was that a play all week that you had in mind if that situation arose? I had a lot of plays that uh, – remember I talked about stealing possessions, right? Yep. They were averaging seven in the first half, 14 in the game. And I believe we held them to 10 or 11 possessions. I was trying to really manage the clock and take as much as I could off. And I think it was like a seven-minute and 53-second drive, 17 plays. We converted like four third downs. Um, I wanted to eat the clock because I didn't want them to score in lap rush, right? Could have been a 14-point swing like that. Unfortunately, we hit the touchdown like right after we did the fake. Um, that was a play I had on my sheet in that field position um, I felt good about. Uh, truthfully, I, even if we didn't get the fake, we were probably, probably going to go for it. I was not kicking a field goal there. Um, yeah. We were going to go for it. I just thought we had a chance on that and needed to steal a possession and, and, and get a first down, and we did. And I think, you know, unheralded maybe what Tessator did. That's not easy, right? No, not at all. The whole play was, I mean, it, it was like in slow motion. We got the shift. He went under center. And he doesn't go under center. I mean, right. You know? Um, and not many coaches would allow him to go under center. It, you know, I look at those specialists, and I, I hang out with them as much as I can. I don't want to be a head coach who hangs out with just the defense or just the quarterbacks. Or So I go down there and joke with those guys all the time, and they are awesome kids. I mean, <laughs> Boom, Danny, uh, Grant, Tess, all of them, they're awesome kids, and they have so much fun together. And, you know, I think some places those guys kind of, they don't feel like they're part of it. Well, here they do. And uh, it just showed you – when they walked off the field and ran off the field after that, like guys like Max and everybody were hugging them. And again, it's like moments like that that show, you know, where we're headed. And I, and I told you it was going to be hard, and it is going to be hard this year. But if right. we just keep working together like that, we're building for the future. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no doubt about that. Just so close, and it's the margin of everything we've talked about, Coach, all year. It's, it's been a mantra for BC in the past. It still is this year. It's a slim margin of error. That definitely occurred Saturday night, right? Yeah, I mean, so slim. I mean, the touchdown run that he had, you know, we had a mental mistake, touchdown. Uh, the first quarter, we blitz. ETN catches the ball down the sideline. 
we have a mental error touchdown. Two mental errors, two touchdowns. It's like every time we made a little bit of mistake, it was a touchdown. And unfortunately, it, we were going to be aggressive in that game calling it. And if we had a mental, that, that's what was going to happen. But we had to play the game that way. I told you, we had to stop ETN running the ball. The all-time re- leading rusher in the ACC had like 22 carries for 84 yards. We need to do a better job with him in the past game, but you can't take it all away. And, and, and we, I told you, if, if the quarterback beat us in the game, hats off to him, and he did. Um, I would have called the game the same way. What do you make of DJ? I know it was only one game, but to me he seemed not that far away already from Trevor Lawrence. He's very smooth. He's very, uh, as you would say, he's fast-twitched. He's athletic. He's got that that prototype throwing motion too, doesn't he? Yeah, he's uh, going to be good. He's going to be really, really good. He is good. I mean, didn't look like the first time he played a college football game. Uh, You know, he'll have his ups and downs early. But he'll be a big-time player. Yeah, no doubt. And one play before the break, i got to talk to you about the Brent Sebastian scoop and score. He goes 97 yards. The priceless reaction from your coaching staff running with him towards the end zone. You put on social media this week, that's the reaction that one gets when their uh, pizza rolls are done in the oven. So it it was that type of explosion. What was going through your mind after that? Well, in my mind, one, I saw Tim kind of run by me. He's a lot faster than I am, so I didn't want to look slow on camera, so I just pretended to jog. Um, but I started just looking. I, I immediately, true, I just started looking for flags. I just was turning my head on a swivel looking for flags. Then I ran down, and I just made sure everybody got off the field because I just wanted to keep them cool and stay in the game and stay in the moment. But, you know, before we go to break, what, what goes unnoticed in that was ETN catches a ball on a swing pass. And it looks like he's about to score. And Deion Jones comes out of the middle of the field, and it looked like a train wreck. And they collided, and it gave us the ball on the two-yard line. The next play, Sheeta takes their tight end, puts him in the backfield. Bang. Now now they bring in jumbo personnel, and then that's when we get the fumble. So you got to give Deion Jones and Sheeta credit mm-hmm. because most people, ETN scoring on that, and then the running back scoring on the other one. So it's those little things that allow wow. that moment to happen. It's the game within the game. That's perfectly magnified there. Well said. It was a heck of an effort by the Eagles, a loss at Clemson. We'll get into what's ahead. Big matchup with Syracuse on Saturday at the Carrier Dome. This is the BC Football Show with Jeff Halfley. We're back with more after this from our good friends at Bud Light. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now here. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagos. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser Bush, Bud Light Beer, and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. This is J.P. Plunkett, BC93. Like you, I'm super excited about Coach Halfley and his squad. I'm also super excited about my firm, Red Dome Realty. We lease, sell, and manage all commercial product types. Our clients get big company power that's accented by a small shop's entrepreneurial hustle. Please call or text me at 617-999-4993 and or see us at r-dome.com. Red Dome Realty, 617-999-4993. Get in, take a bow. Go Eagles. 
Boston College 1992 alum Matt McGovern is the proud owner of the McGovern Auto Group, Boston's fastest-growing family of car dealerships. Matt is proud to serve B.C., its students, and their families, with 11 dealerships across the Boston metro and over 5,000 vehicles to choose from. Don't settle for a new vehicle from just anyone. Join your fellow Eagles Matt McGovern, Mark Walker, Christine Hyde, and Tom Kilgariff at McGovern Auto Group. Visit them online at mcgovernauto.com. Go Eagles! This is Tom's experience. I was completely committed to buying a house. I just wasn't sure I could pull off a huge down payment. At Cambridge Savings Bank, we know that your home buying experience will be unique. That's why our dedicated mortgage loan experts share your commitment, taking the time to truly understand your individual needs and working with you to find solutions that set you up for success. See how Cambridge Savings Bank can help you get home at CambridgeSavings.com. Member FDIC, member DIF, equal housing lender, NMLS number 543370. Guys, we work hard and play even harder. That's why Had Jars believes that you should feel your best all the time. From casual wear to the perfect tailored suit for all the big and tall guys out there. Do yourself a favor and dress like the Eagles do on game day. Get to Had Jars, where they have been delivering confidence to the better than average man for the past 50 years. Visit Had Jars showrooms in Quincy or Burlington or go to big-tall.com for more information. That's big-tall.com. Go BC! It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Kovic ushers the offense to the line of scrimmage, snapping from the right half. Deep back, Bailey. Play fake. Back to throw. Here comes pressure. Jacobic throwing to the end zone. Zay Flowers comes down with it. Touchdown, Boston College. The Eagles are in the end zone. An 11-yard toss. Jacobic to Flowers. Terrific catch in traffic. How do you like that? Is that Flowers? Oh, bend over and go pull a muscle. This is the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. For more of tonight's show, here again, John Meterparel. There's some good chemistry going on between Phil Jerkovic and his receiving crew, including Zay Flowers, another touchdown catch for the Dynamic Flowers, the redshirt sophomore out of Fort Lauderdale. With Jeff Halfley, I'm John Meterparel, reminding you to join the BC Gridiron Club and support the Football Eagles. Benefits include home game tailgates, away game venue bashes, and unprecedented team and program access. Sign up at bcfootballgridiron.com. So Phil Jerkovic, coach, now fifth in the country with over 1,800 yards passing through seven games. What's the Jerkovic uh, report card here and where you want to see him take the next step so he improves even more? Well, you know, I don't, I don't want to give him a grade right now. I just I think the biggest thing is you guys can see as he's playing, he's getting better. Uh, his decision-making is quicker. Um, he's staying in the pocket. Throw the ball away a little bit. You can see he's running the ball better with more confidence. He had some big runs in that game. Um, you know, he just continues to show his toughness. And he got he got rocked a few times in that game, and he just keeps coming back. Um, you know, had some really big throws. Probably he'll tell you he could have hit a couple more, uh, but he came out slinging in that game, and it was fun to watch. 
Yeah, he's going to have to be very careful with the ball this week like he always has to. I'm sure that's the mantra. But Syracuse, unbeknownst to me, you know, I'm looking at the Orange. I've watched their games. Uh, they're first in the country in takeaways with 17. So that's a philosophy that they've kind of built in there the last couple of years. And their best safety, Andre Sisko, is out uh, for the year. So what do you make of that stat? I think, it's, I think it's a great job by their defensive staff and obviously their team. I mean, gives them a chance in every game. I mean, usually when you're, when you're plus in the turnover category like they are, you know, usually you have a lot of wins. Um, you know, they've had a bunch of injuries. Quarterback, as you guys know, that's key, right? Um, quarterback goes down. Their best safety goes down. They've had some opt-outs. They've had some COVID issues. Um, but, you know, I mean, anytime, anytime you play, you, you got to protect the ball. I mean, again, look back. We, we've been pretty good with the ball other than the one game, and we got blown out in the game where we didn't protect the football. So we've been working on it constantly. The guys know these guys attack the ball, and we've got to do a great job holding on to it. And on defense, you know, a couple, couple, we've got a couple big ones lately too, so we've got to take it away. Through seven, Coach, you're four and three. Offensively, what do you need to do to improve? I think we just need to continue to be balanced. Uh, I think the run game's getting better, um, as you guys have seen. Um, we need to be able to run the ball and establish the run hard and, and be able to go to it when we need it because um, I think that sets up the pass game. And then at the same time, we've got to take shots down the field and continue to connect. You know, just from me being a defensive guy, the explosive plays, I mean, they scare you. And uh, it's the quickest, quickest way to lose a game on defense is by giving up explosive plays. And we've been explosive. Uh, so I just I want to see improvement, you know, run the ball a little bit better, throw the ball a little bit more efficiently and continue to take shots down the field. Um, but I got to tell you, without a spring ball, um, you know, five practices in a limited training camp, um, really pleased with Coach Signetti, the offensive staff, and the way they, they played. Well, they played extremely well, and it seems like they're definitely getting better every week. Defensively, what do you want to do to get better? Well, the tackling's improved. Um, you know, we got to do a good job of keeping our players fresh. We are not very deep on defense right now. And I think, I think we did a good job of that going into the Clemson game. And I think we ran and tackled as well as we have. And when I say we tackled well, I mean, I told you we, we were up really high on the missed tackles the one game. Uh, but we got them down now and, and against a really good back. So I want to see the fundamentals and technique continue to improve. Because here's what you see. Late in the season – you know, most teams stop working on fundamentals and technique, and you get worse a little bit. You know, you spend more time on scheme, more time on tendencies. But we're going to do the opposite. You know, we're going to spend, if we have 10 minutes of individual every day, it is, it is going to be fundamentals and technique. It's not going to be scheme. We have to continue to get better in the little things that are way more important than, than any scheme you could ever draw up. And then I, I, we got to do a better job on third down. We have to get off the field because we're getting teams into that third and seven to 12 a lot we are uh we got to get off the field and that starts with me and and then our players uh, the awareness uh, i want them to start to understand the game within the game just a little bit better as we build this thing yeah maybe was our product just clemson so explosive with the long third and long conversions i think they were 50 percent on third down i know they're, they're like that against everybody in the country for that matter because they are so talented but what did you take away from those long conversions yeah, I mean, we, we, we were on the field for 23rd downs, which means we weren't doing a good enough job getting off the field on third down. We had them. Um, you know, obviously it starts with coaching. we got to do a better job of putting them in, in, in better positions. 
And uh, you know they won a lot of one-on-one, won a lot of one-on-one battles. I mean, you watch the film closely. A couple of those passes, the receiver is literally not even out of his break. He turns around, the ball hits him on the back of the head, and he catches it. Um, we got to win some of those, and and I got to do a good job of looking hard and trying to figure out what I can do to help the players better, and I will. Um, got to get pressure home a little bit better. The one thing I'm pleased about is we, we've started to do a good job of keeping the quarterback in the pocket. If you remember early on in the season. Yep. We're having all the issues with the quarterback scrambling around and making plays and running for first downs. Well, we stopped that a little bit. And that's, you know, schematically what we've done is we've really tried to cage him in and keep him in the pocket. Um, and, and, you know, we might have to be a little bit more aggressive and take some more chances to go and get him now. So there's a fine line. we we got to know who we are, and, and we need to coach and execute better. Are you at a point now in the season, Coach, where you could really use – the buy. It seems like to me this is the lo- longest time BC's gone without a buy. Uh, maybe there's only so much you can do about it. You got two games up, and then you have a buy before Louisville at the end of November. But what's the thought process there? Yeah, I, I think the buy is a little late. Um, certainly not making an excuse. It is what it is, right? It's COVID in 2020, and right. shoot, half the time I've been with the players has been on Zoom like this. But yeah, the buy the buy is a little late. And, I got to do a great job of making sure these players are fresh, mentally and physically. You know, because physically I can look and I can take reps off of practice, right? I can cut a period down to five minutes. I can shorten practice by a half hour. But the the day to day, coming in early and staying late and watching film and going to school, you know, it wears on you mentally. And you got to make sure that these guys are mentally fresh. And, and there's a fine line and there's a balance of doing that. And I think the buy will let them kind of just take a step back, take a deep breath, let them kind of catch their breath and get going again. Um, and I think for the staff too, because the staff who normally has a, you know, you finally get a vacation in July and then you come back and you're all geared up for August, September. For those of you that don't know, I mean, we haven't had a day off. We don't take a Sunday off, a Saturday off. We work seven days a week since about June 28th. We have not had one day off. I mean, just looking at myself in the Zoom call right now, I look, I look horrible probably compared to, what I did the first week we did the show. Not like I look great anyway, but... I no, you don't. I look exhausted. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, even the coaches, I mean, mentally, they got to stay sharp. And it's I, just, it will be so nice to be able to take a day or two and just get away and decompress and catch our breath. You look good. Don't worry about it. Um, you you got to say that, but I can see what <laughs> I see right now, and it's not very good. Well, I, I tell you, I, I'm still loving the black on the sidelines, though. I, I appreciate it. I'll stick with it just for you. I actually, I told him you had to get me a, a new black top because the one I was wearing started to look gray. It's been washed too many times. Oh, jeez. Uh, we we got to come up with a Halfley Under Armour all-black line. We should. Th- there you go. So you, you're starting it. I don't know. What are we going to do when I don't have to wear a mask anymore? Am I still going to wear the mask next year? I think that would be very unique. It's No, it would drive me crazy. I can't. I almost pass out after every game because I have oh. no oxygen going into my brain. I don't know if you noticed, you probably didn't because you're always working, but Belichick on Sunday just ditched it. Mask? A lot. Yeah, he just ditched the mask. He said, forget it. But he eventually put it back on again, but you could, there was probably a quarter, two quarters, he said, forget it, I'll take the fine. He, he can't afford to take the fine. I cannot afford to take the fine. <laughs> no, he can't. No, you can't. But and along those lines, one thing you can't afford to do is take a bow because 6,500 tests for COVID, one positive. And this, this is something we've talked about all year on the BC Football Show. Unbelievable theme here. What's, again, the, the, uh, what do you attribute this to? 
other players. Well, one, I mean, obviously, you know, from Father Leahy down to the trainers and the doctors, and they give us a chance. And what do I mean by that? They give us every every resource possible that we've asked for. Um, you know, they've set up ways for us to eat eat in a safer way and meet. And uh, they've give us they've given us every resource, but ultimately it goes down to the players. I mean, after the game, we land and you know we send them a text. It's Halloween night. I mean, we were all in college once. It's Halloween night. You just sure. got back from a tough game, and you know we ask the players, you know, please be careful. Please hang out with each other. Please, you know, stay away from parties. You know, everyone listening knows how hard that is. I mean, these oh, yeah. players, these players deserve so much credit because they're bought in and they love each other and they care about each other. And that is bigger than any win that we could have on the field because it shows you what we can do and it shows you the type of kids that we have. Oh, it's, a, it's an unbelievable advertisement for what's going on in Chestnut Hill with the BC football program. Coming up, we will talk more about Syracuse. They are one in six. Still some dangerous weapons on offense and defense. Jeff Halfley and the Eagles will take on the Orange two o'clock right here on the Learfield IMG Boston College Network. This is the BC Football Show. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now here. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two mangoes. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Boston College 1992 alum Matt McGovern is the proud owner of the McGovern Auto Group, Boston's fastest-growing family of car dealerships. Matt is proud to serve B.C., its students, and their families, with 11 dealerships across the Boston metro and over 5,000 vehicles to choose from. Don't settle for a new vehicle from just anyone. Join your fellow Eagles Matt McGovern, Mark Walker, Christine Hyde, and Tom Kilgariff at McGovern Auto Group. Visit them online at mcgovernauto.com. Go Eagles! Technology has sure changed the way we live and bank. But one thing it should never change is the importance of knowing that when you need help, there's a neighbor that's there to lend a hand. At the Village Bank, we offer all the services you need to bank more easily, but with that personal touch that seems to be so hard to find today. To learn more about how we can help you, call 617-969-4300. Stop in or visit village-bank.com. Either way, we'll be there for you. The Village Bank, member FDIC, member DIF. Sullivan Tire and Auto Service is celebrating our 65th anniversary with amazing deals on quality brand name tires for any vehicle. With the winter driving season not far off, Sullivan Tire has thousands of tires on sale from Goodyear, Michelin, Kelly, BF Goodrich, Yokohama, and more. Also save on auto repair as our ASE certified technicians get your car ready for any kind of weather. Locations all over New England, including Newton, Brookline, Somerville, and Watertown. Find out more and make an online appointment at SullivanTire.com. Go BC! To all our patients, now is the time to protect your health by getting the important screenings you need. Newton Wellesley Hospital is here, safe and ready to care for you. For now and whatever comes next, no matter what. For early detection of breast cancer. For early detection of colon cancer. For your health and well-being. We're here for you. Come and get the care you need and deserve. The passion. The 25, first down, 20, 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. The fury. Getting blitzed. Down he goes. The speed. Doubled into the end. Oh, no. 
football. Toward the end zone. Got it for six points. You cannot hitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Over the shoulder. Get 30. 20. This is the College Football Blitz. Listen on Saturdays this fall. Starting at noon Eastern time on ESPNU Radio, Channel 84. Under center for the first time. Hand off to Etienne. He fumbled the football. Picked up by the Eagles. Here they go. Brandon Sebastian off to the races. On the move to midfield. Brandon Sebastian is a goner. Touchdown. Boston College on the scoop and score. 99 yards. BC leads 20-7. to And I don't even have to ask. Take a bow. Brandon Sebastian. Boston College defense. The stutter continues. You're listening to the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. Once again, here's John Meter Perel. And welcome back, everybody, to the BCU Football Show. Our pregame show will kick off at 1.30 from the Carrier Dome. Coach Syracuse clearly struggling. Uh, they're giving up 474 yards per game on defense that's been a problem the last couple years they're one in six but they did give clemson a terrific battle much like yourselves although they got blown out uh got off to the hinges there in the fourth quarter are they better coach than their one in six record indicates yeah they are i mean if you look at the clemson game with two minutes left in the third quarter they have the ball driving to go up and then they fumbled um <coughs> they fumbled clemson ran it back and after that it was over but you have to be a pretty good team, and Trevor Lawrence was playing. You have to be a pretty good team to put yourself in that situation. They've had some hard times, right? I mean, they lose their starting quarterback, which if you lose your starting quarterback, it's hard. We all know yeah. that. Uh, they lose their best defensive player, their free safety. They've had a couple guys opt out. They've had a couple guys, you know, get injured or COVID or whatever it was. But, yeah, they are. They're explosive on offense. Um, their receiving group is as athletic and as explosive as anybody we've seen all year. So they have a lot of big play capability. Um, they'll throw the ball up. And on defense, I know the yards are – you can't just look at yards per game. And here's why. How many plays are you playing? Like, we play 60 to 70 plays a game. They're like – they're way above that because their offense at times goes fast. So right. – Right. Yards per game is kind of skewed. It should be yards per play. Yards per play is a much better way. It's what I look at. It's a much better way to look at how many yards you're giving up per play, not per game. I mean, if we only have 50 plays and they have 100, they should have double the yards. So right. don't, don't ever look at yards per game. Um, I know their defensive coordinator. He actually interned for me, for us, when I was with the 49ers. He sat in my room a ton. He's a really sharp guy. He's a DB guy. Um, I know he did a good job out in San Diego. He's... Um, you know, he moves around a lot. He, uh, he pressures, he lines up with three down, four down, changes up coverages pretty good, and he creates a lot of TFLs. And you said they take the ball away 17 times more than anybody in the country. So yards are one thing, but I think he's doing a good job. And it's a good football team. They've just caught some hard breaks right now. You might see three quarterbacks, uh, which is unique. Rex Culpepper, Jacobia Morgan, and another freshman named Markowitz. Uh, I doubt it, but you may. Uh, what goes into game planning defensively for you if that's the case? Uh, there's not. Just kind of like what you guys asked us last week. It's They have a scheme. We have a scheme. We believe in our scheme. We believe in fundamentals and technique. Um, there's not much to look at. They have three days to practice, really a short week with Tuesday being off, Monday kind of being probably a walkthrough, Wednesday, Thursday. 
hard to change a whole scheme in three days and really be effective with it. So, you know, whoever plays quarterback, we'll try and do the best we can. Um, we'll kind of get a gauge who's playing, what they're doing, how they're playing, and how to attack the best we can. Is it hard sometimes, Sean? Yeah, because you don't know exactly what you're going to get. And, you know, is he going to sit in the pocket? Is he looking at the rush? Is he getting nervous? Should we pressure him? Should we drop eight? Should we play? I mean, there's so many things that go into it, but we'll right. just have to do a good job throughout the game and figure it out. From what you've seen of Culpepper, who's replaced Tommy DeVito, who's injured, Culpepper's a terrific story coming back from t t t testicular cancer. Uh, he's rebounded from that, one of the great stories in college football. What are his strengths? Well, one is toughness, um, and it just shows you fighting back from something so awful. I have a ton of respect for him, and I'm glad he's doing so well. Um, just a tough kid, the way he takes hits, the way he'll throw the ball down the field. He plays fearless. He can run the ball a little bit. Um, you know, he got a strong arm, and you can see he's leading the team. There's a reason they're keeping him in the game right now, and they're not playing the young kids. My guess is they all believe in him, and he's probably an incredible leader without knowing him. Yeah. Uh, but what a great story, and, uh, you know, a ton of respect for him. I think a unique aspect to this coach is an is a two o'clock start. I've never had a two o'clock start in my broadcast career, PC. I'm not sure how many you've had in your coaching career, but is it awkward to play at two? I didn't even know there was such thing as a two o'clock start. I think Jason's trying to see if we can set an all-time record for playing a different time every <laughs> single week. I mean, I, I when he told me we were playing at two o'clock, I thought he was kidding. Like. I didn't even know there was kickoff at 2 o'clock. Neither did 12, I. 12, 1, 3.30, 4, 7.30, 8, 8.32. I mean, you might want to check. We might be the only college football team in the history of football to ever do it. Um, you know, is it, is it going to be a little bit different? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, people make a big deal. It, is it hard not having a routine where you play – one o'clock, one o'clock, one of four. Yeah, it'd be great if we could do that, but it's 2020. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know which way is up right now. So if we play it two, <laughs> let's go play it two and kick the ball off. Yeah, you're talking about Jason Baum, the associate athletic director in charge of athletic communications, throwing him right out of the bus, huh? No, I think it's great. I think he loves it. He should come on and join us. He can talk about maybe we'll play at 2:30 next week against Notre Dame. That's uh, a possibility. They do play at 2.30 sometimes, but usually at home. So don't, don't, be careful now. Uh, yeah. the, the, the Carrier Dome, uh, you've coached there a few times with Pitt. Uh, is it a unique setting to coach in that type of environment? More so to play in that type of environment, even without fans. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I've got some great stories. I, I was in there quite a bit. You know, I was at Pitt for five years and Rutgers for one year. For, so for six years, I was in the Big East and – probably played there four times coach I don't play obviously but I, I coached there four times when that place is rocking it is hard it is loud I mean really yeah. loud and I've been in there when it's rocking and you know I was up in the booth a lot so I got some good stories you literally and so people probably don't know but usually when you go up to a booth you take an elevator it's kind of like on the suite level where you don't see anybody you walk right it's nice beautiful you walk in you're sitting in a booth you coach the game at Syracuse, you get in this huge freight elevator, and it drops you off on, like, the second level. And then you walk up the stadium steps. You literally – and there's, like, a tin box up there. And, I mean, I think one game, I was probably, like, 27 years old, someone threw a beer at me. Um, and then I was telling the story in my press conference. So I'm sitting there, and there's fans right in front, and they're banging on the metal box. 
and someone held a pizza box up in front of my face. I couldn't even see. So I was like, where am I right now? Like, we can't even, like, this isn't really happening. And, oh, uh, my goodness. You got to respect the fans. Like, shoot, if I was a fan, I'd be holding pizza boxes up too, throwing <laughs> beers on the coaches. Um, but I've been there when it's been rocking. I mean, I've been there when the other team ran the first kickback for a touchdown. You can't hear. You know, now obviously, you know, sad for, for all of us, and especially for them and Coach Babers that, you know, no fans will be allowed there. But, you know, certainly playing in a loud dome can be tough. Did you at least grab a piece of pizza and maybe drink some of the beer? I mean, no, you could have eaten well. I wasn't scared to drink the beer at that point. 26 years old with the beer in my hand wouldn't have been a good look. And uh, True. I think the guy probably ate most of the pizza. Yeah, good move on your part. Very savvy politically there. Um, you, you know, there was something, there was a lot of things in the last couple of days on social media about BC. I know you're busy. You probably don't spend much time there, but I do. Uh, and one was from Kirk Herbstreet. Uh, the quote was from him, we always talk about culture and changing an attitude and belief. All you need to do is turn Boston College on and watch them play. It just feels different when you see them. He's talking about the program and your impact on the program. Uh, culturally, would you agree with that statement? Yeah, I do, and, and I appreciate he's, him saying that. I mean, he's to me, he's the best there is, and he's such an awesome guy. I got a chance to know him a little bit last year being in uh, Columbus and him doing a lot of our games. Um, but, yeah, I, I do, and I think it's a credit to our players. I think if you turn on and you watch us, I think you can see it, and I think you can feel it. And if you listen to our kids talk, I think you can hear it. So I think you see it, you feel it, you hear it, and I think it's real. And I think there's a lot of coach talk out there, and there's a lot of guys that, that say it, and I try not to. I try to let our players do the talking by – showing us because I always tell them I see better than I hear and um, that's very important to me that when people see it it's real when people talk it it's not so I'm not not going to talk it we're not going to talk it much but I really appreciate him saying that yeah no it's an outstanding quote and it's it's true because you know you, you look at it and you probably say oh we're four and three you know let's not get ahead of ourselves but from the standpoint of you're just you're really close and it's it's like a rocket ship and that's why I Hashtag get in and hashtag let it rip is so appropriate, right? Yeah, and, and, and you know, we are four and three right now. And, like, I know you're going to think this is coach talk again, but I don't even think about that right now. Um, can we get better every week? And that's the most important thing. I mean, we got a lot. We have, we have games to play, and there's still going to be ups and downs. I, I, I get it. But we got to get better every week, and we have. And I really, really believe we have. Um, and that's the most important thing to me. We can talk about the record at the end of the year. We can look at why. We can fix it. We can change it. Right. This year, to me, is about building it the right way and letting people know where we're going. And that's more important to me than anything. That makes a lot of sense. And time now for our keys to the game. are brought to you by McGovern Auto Group, owned by Matt McGovern, the BC class of 1992. McGovern Auto Group, the fastest-growing group in the Boston area, Visit one of their 14 locations or check out McGovernAuto.com. Pete Cronin and I will be joining us momentarily. We'll be taking our McGovern Auto cars up the New York State Thruway, Coach, on our first road trip of the year, as we'll see you at the Carrier Dome. What are you going to do to get it done at the awkward time of 2 o'clock on Saturday? 2 o'clock kickoff. Um, we got to take care of the ball, and that's – We've been taking it away more, so I think the ball is going to be everything in this one. We've got to protect it, and we've got to take it away, and we have to have more possessions than they do. And then I kind of mentioned this to you earlier. 
we have to start fast, fast, but we have to finish. Um, so what do I mean by that? I talk to you guys a lot about starting fast, but I've never talked about finishing. If you look really hard at the Georgia Tech game, I said the key to that game was starting fast. We did. We went up 24 nothing, but we let them back in the game. We did. And they had a chance to win the game, onside kick, get the ball back, score another onside kick. We got to learn how to finish. Clemson, we start fast. I mean, as fast as we could, but we didn't finish. And yep. we have to learn how to finish now. And I think that's going to be really, really important. So what does that mean? It means efficiency on first down, second down, third down, the red zone score touchdowns. What does it mean? It means holding on to the ball on defense, getting off the field on third down, special teams, you know, not giving up the big play, not having foolish penalties. Uh, we got to put together a complete football game. And truthfully, I don't believe we have. And it starts with me. Uh, so clearly I need to work on that and, and we need to learn how to put it together. Emotionally, you feel like your mindset's good. A lot of coaches worry about such a high, even though you didn't win, you played with such a high level of intensity going into this game. Is it natural to have a little letdown? I mean, I keep telling our players we lost. So, I mean, I, I, everyone keeps asking me that. We lost and people should be pissed off and people should be working hard because they can't wait to play on Saturday. And even more important than that, I, I rarely talk about winning or losing the game on Sunday. I, and, and again, you guys are going to think I'm crazy. I don't. Mm -hmm. I show them the good. I show them what we need to do to get better. And we move on and we go get ready for the next game. So yep. the way I want to build this thing is I don't want a roller coaster of emotions. You win one and you think you're the best. You lose one and you think, oh, gosh, you lose two and you think the sky is falling. No. Like, I just want to be like this, and I want to prepare and trust the process and get to that dark place on Saturday with the team and just go let it rip like we talk about. Mm -hmm. And the only way to do that is to just stay like that. And um, I'd be disappointed if this team didn't do that. And I would have, I'd be disappointed myself if I, if I don't prepare the mm -hmm. team that way. Fair enough. And I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about, did you get home at least maybe to celebrate a little Halloween with your daughters, or was it too late? It was too late. I uh, hope my five-year-old, who's probably listening right now, she waited up, and uh, I saw pictures. But Leah, the two-year-old, was sound asleep. Um, oh, boy. But because of daylight savings, they were up early, so I got to spend time with them. I got home just in time for the dance party tonight. And, um, <laughs> you know, hopefully since J-Bomb's scheduling those 2 o'clock games, hopefully we can get back in time to see him this weekend. There you go. Good scheduling by Jason Baum. What, what candy? Did the, the Halfley family hand out? What did we give? I think when I walked, we had like, we had big candy bars and Skittles lying outside when I got home. So oh, a lot man. of people took them, though. I think people were coming and grabbing them. When I was driving home late that night, there was people all over the place. So it was good to see people out trick-or-treating. It what was. You get a chance to go with your kids? Uh, my kids are a little old now, so they're like, yeah, we don't want to go trick-or-treating. No, they've lost the... The slice of Americana. I said, Ben and Nick, come on, guys. It's, you know, they'd rather like sit home and watch a scary movie. Well, uh, next next year, next year we'll all go out together. There you go, Coach. I'm in. As long as you wear all black. No, I've changed. There's no <laughs> way I'm wearing my outfit for that one. Well, here's what's gonna happen. People are gonna start going as Jeff Halfley. Yeah, no, no chance. No one's dressing up as me. Uh, don't be, don't be shocked. Do not be they, shocked. No, for, their, for their sake, I hope they dress up as, as you. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't want that either for their sake. But, hey, Coach, always a pleasure. Outstanding work as always. And keep up the good work up uh, in Syracuse. We're looking forward to watching another big-time effort. I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody listening. And, uh, John, I'll talk to you next week. 
Looking forward to it, Jeff. Safe travels. You got it. Jeff Halfley on the BC Football Show. Coming back, we'll hear from the old linebacker, the BC Hall of Famer, Pete Cronin, after this word from our good friends at Bud Wright. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now here. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two mangoes. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser Busch, Bud Light Beer, and Bud Light Seltzer, IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. This is J.P. Plunkett, BC93. Like you, I'm super excited about Coach Halfley and his squad. I'm also super excited about my firm, Red Dome Realty. We lease, sell, and manage all commercial product types. Our clients get big company power that's accented by a small shop's entrepreneurial hustle. Please call or text me at 617-999-4993 and or see us at r-dome.com. Red Dome Realty, 617-999-4993. Get in, take a bow, go Eagles. Boston College 1992 alum Matt McGovern is the proud owner of the McGovern Auto Group, Boston's fastest growing family of car dealerships. Matt is proud to serve BC, its students, and their families with 11 dealerships across the Boston Metro and over 5,000 vehicles to choose from. Don't settle for a new vehicle from just anyone. Join your fellow Eagles Matt McGovern, Mark Walker, Christine Hyde, and Tom Kilgariff at McGovern Auto Group. Visit them online at McGovernAuto.com. Go Eagles! This is Karen's experience. I looked at houses for over a year, but only had a weekend to lock in an offer. At Cambridge Savings Bank, we know your home buying experience will be unique, which is why our dedicated mortgage loan experts work closely to understand you on a personal level, giving you the support and confidence to make smart decisions fast, especially on weekends. See how Cambridge Savings Bank can help you get home at CambridgeSavings.com. Member FDIC, member DIF, equal housing lender, NMLS number 543370. Guys, we work hard and play even harder. That's why Hadjars believes that you should feel your best all the time. From casual wear to the perfect tailored suit for all the big and tall guys out there. Do yourself a favor and dress like the Eagles do on game day. Get to Hadjars, where they have been delivering confidence to the better-than-average man for the past 50 years. Visit Hadjars showrooms in Quincy or Burlington or go to big-tall.com for more information. That's big-tall.com. Go BC! It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. First down, Eagles inside the 20. Jerkovic throwing towards the end zone and caught. Touchdown, Boston College. C.J. Lewis bobbled it and he brought it down. The Eagles lead 27 to 10. Can you believe it? Approaching halftime in Death Valley. They are slaying the ghost. An 18-yard touchdown reception. Schwakus, Schwakus. This is the Boston College Football Show presented by Bud Light. For more of tonight's show, here again. John Meter Perel. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. No, you're going to say it right. Shvick. 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 Very Eastern European. That's take a bow in what 
language Lithuanian. Lithuanian. Yes, thank you very much. C.J. Lewis voted the catch of the week in college football. As it should have been one of the best catches we have seen in recent vintage by a guy who's certainly emerging as a ultra target for Phil Jerkovic. Welcome back to the BC Football Show. That voice you just heard was Pete Crum, the old linebacker, former Washington Redskins, Seattle Seahawks, a guy who played, didn't play at the Carrier Dome. It was built in 1980. We've seen a lot of strange things happen in Syracuse, Pete, in the Orange this year. Uh, despite their one and six record, as Jeff mentioned, they still have some candidates for the All ACC squad. Uh, oh, this is a t talented outfit. You got to remember, all these kids are recruited. They've all got great stories. Um, they uh, they're all waiting for their opportunity. Uh, it it just has been a, a bizarre uh, year for Syracuse. I mean, on every level, in terms of their ability to, to maintain health, they've been. They've had issues. He talked about it. Quarterback, you know, you got uh, Tom DeVito, good football player, a guy that is very capable of, of leading his football team. Of course, he goes down early with a season-ending injury. Now it's a mad dash. Now you've got a common. Now you add a, you go, you know, injury. Then you add in uh, COVID-19 opt-outs, uh, you know, which is, which is a, an interesting component. And then you add in uh, just COVID-19 issues that Boston College hasn't had to deal with personnel-wise, but Syracuse, like, every, like most every other opponent BC's faced, has had to deal with their share of them. So you, you can't understate under, uh, the importance of that COVID testing thing that we talk about each week about having over 3,000 tests and only one positive. So it's a, and it's a really important thing in terms of BC's ability to, to field a, 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 a competitive team each week. But if it, I mean, if, if this is a comedy of error for, 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 for Syracuse uh, this season. And, uh, uh, but it, it sets up, it really sets up as uh, a major uh, concern for Boston College fans. Despite what you may think, it's still, a, I think it should be viewed as a major concern for BC going to the Carrier Dome based on the history there, the level of talent they have, uh, and how that opponent might be perceived by the Boston College football team. But I think one thing we've seen, yes, we have seen letdowns in the past, Pete, but I think credit to this coaching staff, and Jeff just talked about it when I asked him about the emotional letdown factor. This year has a different feel to it, doesn't it? Oh, it does. But it, but I'm going to go back in history, as they say. Uh, you know, I'll go back to when I played. You know, we we beat number four ranked Texas in the opener. Uh, we were a five and one team, uh, ranked 13th in the country, and we went to Villanova, which was a kind of an undermanned, borderline Division one uh, team, and we got smoked. We got beat like 22 to three. Uh, how did that happen? It shouldn't have happened. So I think what the, but I'm describing uh, unpleasant memories for the Boston College fan base. But what this is going to be the biggest test for the process. This is it. Last week was a different test for the process about be, maintaining a consistent uh, level of, it, of preparation. Uh, I mean, it's business as usual. It's weekend. It's week out. It doesn't matter who they are, what they do, what uniform they wear, what saving they're playing, what they're ranked. It doesn't matter. You prepare the same way all the time. Now, against a Clemson, 
that's an easy thing to do because you know you're gonna you're, you're gonna get a maybe get a little uptick. It's easy to get excited about playing those guys. Right. This is the test on the other side of the coin. You're going into an environment, a team that's got very little to 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 uh, prove at this point. We can explain away all of their issues. If if the BC football team is remains in the process, we have and they have nothing to worry about. The question is, this is a test uh, of the process, and from a psychological standpoint, having played the NFL, I understand what Jeff Hackley's doing. I get it, and that's how the NFL operates. The problem is you're dealing with college kids, and they need to, it, it, conceptually it's very hard to grasp, and it's difficult to execute. All right, Pete, we're going to have to cut you short again. Unfortunately, you hear that music, your favorite song. We will get your keys to the game, I promise, on Saturday. The McGovern Argue keys to the game. And we will see you on Friday as we drive up to upstate New York. I Thank you, I Pete. You, I think I gave you the keys to the game. I think you just yes. did. Yes, Respect did. the process. Yes. Pete Cronin, thank you very much. Special thanks to all who made it possible, including, of course, the coach, Jeff Hafley, our producer, Wolf Gokley, Jason, or Wolf Gokey, Jason Baum from the BC Sports Information Office. For the old linebacker, Pete Croden, and the coach, Jeff Hafley, I'm Jami DePerel. Join us Saturday at 1.30 for our pregame show from Syracuse. Have a great night, everybody, and good night. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer hip. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two mangoes. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Boston College 1992 alum Matt McGovern is the proud owner of the McGovern Auto Group, Boston's fastest growing family of car dealerships. Matt is proud to serve BC, its students, and their families with 11 dealerships across the Boston Metro and over 5,000 vehicles to choose from. Don't settle for a new vehicle from just anyone. Join your fellow Eagles Matt McGovern, Mark Walker, Christine Hyde, and Tom Kilgariff at McGovern Auto Group. Visit them online at McGovernAuto.com. Go Eagles! Technology has sure changed the way we live and bank. But one thing it should never change is the importance of knowing that when you need help, there's a neighbor that's there to lend a hand. At the Village Bank, we offer all the services you need to bank more easily, but with that personal touch that seems to be so hard to find today. To learn more about how we can help you, call 617-969-4300. Stop in or visit village-bank.com. Either way, we'll be there for you. The Village Bank, member FDIC, member DIF. Sullivan Tire and Auto Service is celebrating our 65th anniversary with amazing deals on quality brand name tires for any vehicle. With the winter driving season not far off, Sullivan Tire has thousands of tires on sale from Goodyear, Michelin, Kelly, BF Goodrich, Yokohama, and more. Also save on auto repair as our ASC certified technicians get your car ready for any kind of weather. Locations all over New England, including Newton, Brookline, Somerville, and Watertown. Find out more and make an online appointment at SullivanTire.com. Go BC! To all our patients, now is the time to protect your health by getting the important screenings you need. Newton Wellesley Hospital is here, safe and ready to care for you. For now and whatever comes next, no matter what. For early detection of breast cancer. For early detection of colon cancer. For your health and well-being. 
we're here for you. Come and get the care you need and deserve. The passion. 25, first down, 20, 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. The fury. Getting blood. Down he goes. The speed. Toward the end zone. Got it for six points. You can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Over the shoulder. Get 30. 20. See you to this one. This is the college football blitz. Listen on Saturdays this fall. Starting at noon Eastern time on ESPNU Radio, Channel 84. You've been listening to the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. Join us on Wednesday nights throughout the season as we talk Boston College football. Tonight's show has been sponsored by Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. And by McGovern Auto Group, the official auto group of Boston College Athletics. Red Dome Realty, commercial sales, leasing and property management. Principal J.P. Plunkett, BC 93. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Boston College Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.